views and opinions expressed by callers, guests, and hosts do not necessarily reflect those of the Black Talk Radio Network and Black Talk Media Project. Black Talk Radio is new black media for the new millennium. Welcome to this live broadcast of Black Talk Radio News. My name is Scotty Reed, of course, and we are broadcasting from the Black Talk Radio Network. The Black Talk Radio Network is the world's number one uh, digital radio and podcasting platform. That's not me just saying it, uh, but that's according to Feedspot, which awarded us the top spot in 2019 of the top 25 black podcasts. And again, in, in In case you don't know that much about Black Talk Radio Network, that isn't an award that I claim for this program or any of the other programs. Um, I claim it as a collective award for the entire network. So uh, please help us continue. We are going into our 12th year. We are in our 12th year of existence. Some people might say we've become an institution since we've been around for over a decade now. I tell you, man, time really goes by fast. But if you would like to see us continue, maybe another decade, who knows? I might be able to, by that time, train my grandsons up to to take over for me or, or what have you. But if you would like to see us to continue to bring you news and independent views apart from what you might be getting from the mainstream media, then please consider making a donation to the Black Talk Media Project today. And of course, that would be a tax-deductible donation. Another way that you can support us is to take out a subscription to our own social media platform. It's like a cross, if I had to describe it, it's like a cross between Facebook and and Twitter, but it's more Twitter-like than it is Facebook. But like Facebook, you can also post blogs and stuff. So you got to see it. You got to check it out, you know, to really get a feel for it. And we are working on some stuff behind the scenes to, to try to increase the video upload. Right now, it cuts off at 30 seconds. We want to, you know, like Twitter, get it up to two minutes, and that's something that's being uh, worked on. But you can import videos of any size, uh, like posting the YouTube link. So it's only $24 a year. And for that $24 a year, you'll not only be supporting the Black Talk Radio Network and all the programming that you hear on our platform, But you'll also help us to have a budget where we can not only continue to do what we're doing, but we'll be able to uh, um, embark upon other media projects. You know, over the past few months, we've added a couple of new programs. I'm getting uh, contacted by different people about hosting a podcast on the network, but I'm to the point to where I have to screen the content. We, we, we have to be a responsible entity and we just can't let anybody come on that may damage the brand. Okay. Um, so like I said, this is a collective and anybody that will bring harm to the collective with unnecessary, um, attention being brought to us. We don't, we don't need that. Cause again, we're a registered nonprofit and we know who's in control of the laws 
in this country and in, in of course, in North Carolina where we're based. And we just don't need to give them any ammunition to cause us any kind of problem. So with that subscription to the social media platform, you'll be helping us. And I just noticed like some donations came in today or, you know, some payments, subscription payments came in today from people who have been $24 a year subscribers for two going on three years because we first launched the first social media network back in 2016. I believe it was 2016. Yeah, it was 2016, I believe, when we launched that. Uh, But we changed the platform because I was having trouble with the other platform. The software wasn't all that stable. But now we have a new platform, which is probably about maybe four or five months old. Okay, but I just want to say I appreciate all those who who donate that $24 a year, which breaks down to $2 a month. You you may some people may think that's that's not a lot of money. And for some of us it's not a lot of money, but you know what? It's a lot of money to me. Okay? Because it's certainly when you put that $24 in with another $24 and another $24, then we start talking about a budget. But we still don't have enough people who are donating or taking out the subscriptions compared to the tens of thousands of people who download content or listen to the live streams. And so y'all got to do better if y'all want to see us continue for another decade. So uh, just, again, I want to thank those who have been stead- steady contributors um, to our platform. I mean, we even got people that's been given a dollar a month donation and and you know what that dollar a month is doing a whole lot more than those who ain't giving any all right all right so with that said you may have seen tonight's headline for tonight's program what is the deal with the coronavirus now i admit why i'm not why it hasn't totally escaped my attention most of my attention has been as people know me i'm very into politics or politics, as some people say. Um, but we are in a campaign season right now. And so my, my, my mind has really been focused on that. But in my peripheral, I have been paying attention to this coronavirus. And it's starting to get serious out there. Well, I should say for some people, it's already serious when you got uh, a lot of people dying. I understand uh, from an article I read a couple of days ago that the Chinese doctor who perhaps discovered this virus and was sounded alarm on this virus before he was charged by the police or trying to create panic and whatnot, this man has died. This man has died, and I don't have the total numbers in front of me of how many people who have uh, uh, succumbed to this virus, but from what I've been hearing here lately, um, it's get it getting serious, people. It's getting very, very serious. And you know, I was just at the VA hospital. When was that? The day before yesterday, as I was doing a, a follow up, um, you know, with some health issues I've been having, and I just noticed that I'm seeing a lot of people. I saw a lot of people in the hospital that had on the mask and stuff that that you see, you know, especially in China right now, or when we had the SARS. And, and other type type of viruses floating around. People want to put on these masks and what have you. And I started noticing that in the VA hospital, man, they had those stations like every 20, I will say every, every 20 yards 
on the same floor that I was on. I'm seeing these stations where you can grab a mask and and, and hand sanitizer or whatnot. Um, and, and so I just started noticing people walking around with these masks. So it, it, some people are paying attention to what's going on. So, you know, D- David Wren, uh, formerly a Tando radio show, we don't know when he's going to bring it back, but we hope he's going to, you know, bring that program back. But he called me yesterday and he was like, man, we need to do emergency broadcast. And I was like, what's going on? And he was like, this coronavirus, man, we, we really got to talk to our people about this coronavirus. Um, but before we bring Dave on, I want to play play this clip um, because these doctors are saying right now the difference between an endemic, if I'm saying that correctly, and a pandemic is an endemic is local. So, for example, if it just stayed in that, that region in China, it would be an a endemic. But a pandemic is when it's affecting people all over the planet. And so some of these doctors are saying we're in a pandemic right now and that it's and and even if technically we're not, we need to be treating it, you know, like a pandemic. So I pulled this clip and I'm having a little problem pulling it up. But while I'm pulling it up, I want to go ahead and welcome in Dave and, and let him give some initial comments. And, and bro, welcome back to, you know, the program. And thanks for contacting me about this, you know, important issue. Yes, a- absolutely, Scotty. And uh, we're going to bring Tando back uh, re- relatively soon. I got uh, Pastor Keith, uh, who used to co-host uh, Tando Radio Show with, with uh, Scotty and I, because uh, Scotty was always there. And that's what I always loved about Scotty. Scotty is hands-on in, 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 in the broadcasting. Uh, Pastor Keith is here. What's up, Pastor Keith? How you doing? I'm glad I'm about to spell. So, yeah, we're here. And, um, yes, as Scotty was saying, um, I called Scotty yesterday and said, hey, Scotty, we need to have an emergency broadcast on Black Talk Radio Network about this uh, coronavirus and how to prepare for it. Because I think that, as Scotty was saying, they may not officially call it a pandemic. Uh, you know, the, the World uh, Health Organization said it's an emergency, uh, situ- you know, it was an emergency situation. Then they try to pull back from it because they probably got pressure from one of their largest donors being China, um, one of their largest donors, the largest being the U.S. Uh, but there's a lot of things that's going on with this. But only thing I really care about is getting you all prepared. Um, so we're going to try to do that the best that we possibly can because, you know, one of the things that I don't like, Keith and, and Scotty, is that there's if you look now, there's a lot of doctors, and I think it's, it's, it's a part of a propaganda program, where they're trying to diminish this uh um the 2019 uh NCOV, uh which is the uh 2019 uh nouveau coronavirus and and it's it's a uh, nouveau because it wasn't a part of the coronavirus uh uh, uh string of viruses right. until 2019 the, the nouveau mean it was a new one right. and and I there's a lot of things that I think about it as well as why that is mm-hmm. uh so well, we Dave, definitely, I, I, yes. let me just say hello to Keith right quick. Good to hear your voice. You you awake, ain't you, Keith? Yeah, and, uh, man, Scotty, I had to, I had to nudge him to that. I mean, let me, because it's a, a family. I had to nudge his butt to get him up. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so let me, let me play this clip. So, Dave, you know, sure. perhaps 
you know, if I already listened to this clip as I was recording it, but it seems to me that these particular doctors are starting to take it serious or or put out to the public that, that this is serious. Um, and so maybe, you know, in the weeks leading up to this, and I'm not sure when this exactly started because I haven't been paying close attention to it, but just from just from me being on social media a lot and reading a lot of news and looking at news feeds and stuff, I really haven't been seeing a whole lot of articles about this. You know, I really haven't. Um, but again, I can't see everything. But let me run this clip from CN, uh, what is it, CNBC that I uh, made for tonight's program. And Dave, you can tell me, you know, what you think about what they're saying. It's about six minutes long. But before I start okay. the clip, let me say, we're only going to be on air for an hour. So if anybody has a question or a comment, you can call in at 704-802-5056, 704-802-5056. Hit the star key twice to unmute yourself. I'll see that you're unmuted, and I'll come to you for your question or your comment. But this is from, this is uh, a, two doctors that's talking to the host of this CNBC program. So let me, let me go ahead. And, and you know, Scotty, I, I actually was watching that live and those two doctors really We're did the tell the truth. Of okay. Information about the coronavirus and the spread of the virus itself. Let's bring in our guest. Dr. Gregory Poland is professor of medicine and infectious diseases and the director of the vaccine research group at Mayo Clinic. And Dr. Scott Gottlieb is former FDA commissioner and now a CNBC contributor who is also a member of Pfizer's board. Dr. Gottlieb, I want to start with you and just try and get the numbers on the ground. You were with us last week and said at that point it was probably too late to stop the spread in China, but perhaps it was here. What do you think about the increased numbers we've since heard? Well, I think we need to change our posture here in the United States. I think we need to have a posture where we're going to try to detect outbreaks early. And that means broadening the screening criteria and broadening the capacity to do screening here in the United States. Right now, the posture seems to be focused on preventing introduction of the virus into the United States. That's helpful, but we have to assume it's already here and circulating. What we want to do is spot outbreaks early and step in to take measures to prevent small outbreaks from becoming larger outbreaks and an epidemic. How do you do that? I thought the CDC were the only ones who could actually do the testing on this. Well, that's just it. The CDC should broaden that test to public health agencies and local labs, maybe even hospital labs. It's a simple PCR-based test. A lot of people could run it. We also should change the criteria for screening. Anyone who's presenting with an atypical, a bad pneumonia that has a negative screen on what we call the multiplex test for viral um, forms of pneumonia, and it's a suspicious case, they should probably get tested even, even if, if they, they don't, haven't been to China. Even if they haven't been to China, because it's, what's going to happen is in a setting of an outbreak, it's going to be secondary spread. It's not going to be someone who visited China who gets sick. It's going to be someone who you know, interacted with someone who visited China who was sick and maybe asymptomatic or had mild illness. That's how we're going to spot an outbreak. Right now, if you believe that about 10 to 20 percent of people develop pneumonia, so it's only a small fraction will end up in the hospital. You might need dozens of cases in a city before you have enough suspicious cases showing up in any one institution to elicit testing. So you want to you want to get that trigger um, earlier so you can spot small outbreaks, prevent them from becoming big outbreaks. Dr. Poland, what what are your concerns at this point? And I guess what, what's the upside? What do you think we're better at doing now than we were when SARS came out? Uh, first of all, I absolutely agree with Scott and, and his recommendations there. We need to be clear. We're basically at a pandemic now. And what we need to be doing in a situation like this is we need, number one, point-of-care diagnostics, which is what Scott was referring to. We need to have a lower threshold for doing that. And, you know, remember that SARS was controlled basically with very low-tech 
but high-efficacy measures like hand-washing, social distancing, wearing masks, etc. So that's what we really need to be uh, focused and concentrated on now. I, I think what, we're trying, what we should be trying to do here is buy time to get to the spring and summer when the epidemiology of spread might change and hope that the summer is a backstop. It might not be a backstop because this is so novel. People don't have any cross yeah. immunity. It might but, still transfer in the summertime, but we should hope that that's going to be a backstop. You're talking about the summertime. Just, but let's talk about the economic impact for a second. If you're trying to wait till the summer... What else are you going to have to shut down between now and then? Well, look, I think the next two weeks are pivotal. If we don't start to see outbreaks in the United States within the next two or three weeks, we might have dodged the bullet here. I think we're going to start to see secondary spread in the United States in the next two or three weeks. And then what? And then it's going to be a difficult month. I think people are going to start to shut down you know, certain activity to try to curtail the spread of this. The good news is yeah. probably that people are sufficiently concerned that I think we will be willing to take measures that will be necessary to stop this from becoming a bigger epidemic in the United right. States. Can we talk about like yeah. real physical it's a, example? It's early. First. Go ahead, finish your thought. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's early, but you know, we've had very limited second generation cases as opposed right. to other areas like China. Here in, here in New York, for example, so far, yeah. large, uh, a, a lot of the Chinese immigrants moved to Flushing, Queens. So if you take the seven line out there, there's a lot of people wearing masks. Is that something that people in New York should consider doing just generally or no? Masks have limited usefulness. I mean, a, a simple surgical mask is going to get moist in a small amount of time. It's only useful for, for 10, 15, 20 minutes. Really? Um, an N95 mask, a, a, an N95 or N100 mask is more useful for a longer period of time. Most people aren't using that. They're using nurses' masks if you look at what they're wearing. I think the best value of a mask, frankly, is it prevents people from touching their face because this really transfers exactly. through the conjunctiva. So right. people touching wow. something and then touching their face. So if they have a mask on... They're less likely to touch their face. They're doing some good. Yeah. Dr. Poland, you point yeah, the out... Advantages, the advantage is behaviorally. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, you point out that since SARS, the amount of train travel in, in China is up tremendously, the amount of air travel, and you could probably say the same thing around the globe, we are seeing people travel yeah. much more frequently. Well, that's, uh, that's really what makes this of concern. Number one, you've got a novel virus that can infect humans. We don't really understand its reproductive number. We don't really understand the case fatality uh, yet. The number of cases that you're hearing about, over 17,000 today, is absolutely an underestimate. Those are the more severe ones that we know about. What that real denominator is, we don't know. And as you point out, unprecedented in the history of mankind has been the level of travel. In one week in China, there were uh, about 2,300 flights at the beginning of January out from China to the rest of the world. That's a lot of people moving around. It's an excellent point. I mean, we know the numerator. We don't even really know the numerator because China is under testing right now from what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. But, but we definitely don't know the denominator. There's probably tens if not hundreds of thousands of cases in China. So when you, when you start to factor that in, the case fatality rate isn't 2%. It might be more like 0.5%. But even that would yeah. be devastating if there are not. The transmissibility is two to three new cases for every one case. If you have something that has a case fatality rate of 0.5 percent, um, the flu is, by comparison, 0.1 percent. So I was, was going to say could be it's even smaller than that. I mean, if you look at 15 million yeah. people who had influenza here in the United States, you have 8,000 people who died. I think it's closer to a 0.005 percent. Well, remember, this could burn its yeah, way through the population more efficiently. We don't have any cross immunity, <laughs> no vaccine, no backstop. I'm, I'm sorry, doctor. Yeah, no, that's right. I was just going to say, you know, the updated numbers of influenza are an estimate of about 25 million that have been infected, somewhere around 20,000 that have died this season in the U.S. 
and another two to 300,000 that have been hospitalized. So, you know, you kind of compare the two. What Scott was getting ready to say and, and is absolutely right is this is a novel virus for us. There, this is an absolutely virgin population. We don't have any immunity to this, and that's why you tend to see somewhat more severe disease. What well, say you, Dave? Those guys talking like it's pretty serious. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Scotty, and I'm glad you – if I was going to send you a video of what this is, this would have been the exact video that I would have sent you because I actually saw this on CNBC the other day live. And these two doctors, Keith and Scotty, absolutely told the truth. And the significance that they were talking about, they were talking about um, from it being an epidemic uh, to now being a global pandemic, which it already is, and they were very – clear and how the, the best to, to minimize this outbreak is by people being more prepared. Um, and the reason being is because of this, the, the thing about this novel coronavirus 2019 is because it's a virus that's never been seen before. There's seven coronaviruses. There are four of them are coronaviruses that's commonly with the common cold and flu. Then there's SARS, MARS, and now um, 2019 uh, Norco, uh, Norco, uh, uh, which is uh, uh, novel coronavirus, and this is the uh, this is the uh, seventh one. And the thing about it is that, like they said, it's it's completely new. They don't know the behaviors the behaviors of it. They don't know. The most important thing is how it's going to mutate. How is this thing going to start to continue to mutate? Because the more that it, 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 it infects people, the longer it's in existence, it starts to mutate. And they don't know the overall ecological uh, uh, or evolutionary path of these mutations. And it's very, very serious. And one of the things that's very, that the doctor talked about, um, and he said the R-naught. The R-naught for, um, and that's basically the spreading, uh, Keith, how it spreads. The R-naught for, I think, uh, for the common flu is 1.28. He said, and, and many uh, doctors are saying, many credible doctors are, that aren't concerned about the bottom line of the global economy and they're, they're, they're true to their Hippocratic oath of saving people, they're saying that the R naught is four. The R naught is four. They're saying it's what? The R naught is four. Okay. So basically, the R naught of four with the common flu over a 20 stage R naught of what it is. It, you would infect about 340 people mm -hmm. with an R naught of 1.28. That's for the common flu. Over 1.2 is quite high. Yeah, 1.2 meaning that you, basically that you're going to affect 1.2 people with an R naught of four. You're going to affect four people. You know, over the uh, over a, a 20 stage period. Here's the numbers. With the common flu, you're going to have around 340 people that you will infect. With an R naught of four over 20 stages, every single person on this planet is now infected. So, so to break it down, it works highly contagious. So you affect four, four affects 16. Yeah, right. 16 affects. I don't have it in front of me. Yes, Keith, but it goes over to four. To, it goes up to 20 yeah. stages, and that 20 stages is that. Every single person basically on this planet is now has the virus. 
you know, y'all mentioned y'all were mentioning influenza, the flu, and you know, yeah. over, over the past couple of weeks, man, uh, Gaston County here in North Carolina, where I live, man, they shut down a couple of schools, man, because of uh, influenza. Now, as I was telling telling you before we came on air. A uh, guy with the school where he was a couple of grades ahead of me. Uh, me, me, and his little brother used to be best friends back in back in high school and, and what have you. But you know, we grew apart uh, since I went off to the to the military and, and what have you. I mean, we still cool. I still see him, but you know, we don't hang out. But his brother, his older brother, uh, just passed away from pneumonia. And as I was telling you from uh, you know before the broadcast is that. They mentioned during that clip that if you have this coronavirus, it's basically pneumonia-like symptoms. And they also said said that you know we really won't know uh, where it's at till you start getting like you know more and more cases reported, and they start testing these people. So I'm like, I'm very concerned about this, man. Yeah, and 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 Scotty, here's this. Scotty and Keith and everyone that's listening, we're trying to go through a lot of information because I want to get to what, what I think. I'm not a doctor, uh, but it's still preparing is very key. One of the things that's important about this overall cor- coronavirus that's different than the other strands is one of the things that it has a long incubation period from five to 14 days. And the incubation period means this, is that during that incubation period, your ACE, you have asymmetric, asymptomatic, asymptomatic uh, you're asymptomatic, meaning you're not displaying any of the symptoms or any of the uh, attributes of the overall virus. But you can still okay? be it's passing it on, though, right? You can still What's be pa- you can, but still you can transmit it to other people, even though it's that's why. The- there it is, right, Scotty? That's why the R not is so high because you won't even know that you have. You're, you're systematic with fever, with cough, with congestion, with uh, flu-like symptoms. You won't have any of those. So people, you won't even, no one knows. So it's basically a walking a, a, a assassin is what it is. For four, in, in some cases, up to 14 days. Now, Scotty said something that's very important. He said that a couple of schools were closed for influenza, the flu, Right. Let me show you how powerful this is and why this is different than any other. And a lot of people try to compare SARS, Mars, uh, Ebola to and the flu to the, the new coronavirus. And you can't. You can't. One is new. And two, here's the reason why. There's never been in my lifetime, in your lifetime, keep been around here for a hundred years. <laughs> there's never been a quarantine the size of this quarantine. Scotty talked about the the they quarantined or they closed some schools because of the influenza. There are right now over 22 cities with a total population of over 100 million people in China that is quarantined. And remember, the the United States is roughly about a month behind China. Mm-hmm. With the U.S. and the rest of the countries that are having the influenza, I mean, the, the coronavirus outbreak right now, mm-hmm. they are having pretty much what I've seen from when I, when it first came out. I recognize it when it first came out. They are having the same path and same course as China did before it exploded. Hey, because hey. that 14-period time period, they can't. you won't notice somebody sick with fever or anything else 
until 14 days or so, or everyone is different. It could be a little bit shorter, five now, to 14. Now, as we I are said, at a- I haven't been following this possibly, I mean, as closely as I should have been following it, but I've already, I have read a couple of stories where people in the U.S., like this one person came from China and transmitted it to his wife, okay? And I've also uh, uh, read about the United States government flying people in from China and putting them in quarantine. So, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. It started in the March in uh, uh, California, Southern California. I got another one. They just uh, put in a couple other more ones. I think I got one on the East Coast. Well, they're, they're opening up. Listen, they're opening up containment and, and quarantine facilities, FEMA region facilities all over. The whole world is doing it. But here's, here's something that's uh, uh, very significant. This virus was said to have been, it's, in my opinion, is not an organic uh, uh, influenza. It's, it's it's synthetic to me. I I don't I can't prove it. I don't need to prove it. I can see the evidence of it all. Okay, so it's one of those laboratory. In my opinion, is one of those laboratory things. Here's the significance of that: is that this has now been released, and there's a lot of things that's going on in the world for it to be released. There are, are, and there's a bunch of reasons why we need to prepare, and I want to get to, to, to those things because we only got 30 minutes left in the show. But before we do that, here's, it started in, in Wuhan, China, in the, and they say in the wet market because, of, uh, because a- animals have the coronavirus. It's usually gastrointestinal for them, um, and then it, it went from animal to person, and when it went from animal to person, it's, it's it still displayed gastrointestinal thing, but it became more of a respiratory for influenza for humans. So now we're having human to human contact where you can catch it. You can't just get it from the wet markets anymore. So it's, it's evolving and it's starting to mutate. Very, very, very important. So it started there. So they quarantined that, you know, they, they should have quarantined it a whole lot earlier. Scotty talked about the one doctor uh, that just passed away today. Uh, yesterday in China or wh- whatever it is in China. Um, and he was the first, well, he was one of the ones that gave out the warning that, hey, I'm seeing a new SARS-like coronavirus. And he, and he sent this message uh, on, a, on his, on his uh, chat, like a WeChat to, to some of his fellow uh, students from med school. And then the authorities say, hey, where did you find out about this? And they, they made him a pop saying that he was uh, causing social discord and, and panicking the, the, the people. Uh, and then later on, they started to shut everything down, and then boom, all of a sudden, uh, Wuhan went under. And Wuhan has a population of over 11 million people, and they went into quarantine. They shut it down. But five, they say about 5 million people got out of Wuhan. Here's the thing. This is why it's a pandemic. Countries, from, including the United States and other countries around the world, even up until yesterday, have been accepting people from China and from the region. Wuhan is very much so like Chicago. It's a hub of transportation, Chicago and Atlanta. Yeah, those uh, doctors were talking about the thousands of flights that happened since. Right. So now, Chief, Scotty, if you're in China and you know the, the, the virus has just broke out, and the thing about this is that 
the virus oversaturated the overall medical abilities and facilities of China. So what do you do? If you're a person of means, you get out of China. I mean, you get out of Wuhan, you go somewhere else in China, or you leave the country, go to another country, and then your symptoms come on. Then they're going to give you, they have the bed space now. They'll give you that bed space. But in that same time, you are probably going to be infecting people out of 100 people that come in contact to it, about they say now about 83 people will get infected. Mm. Mm. 83 out of, just think, so now you're on a plane with recycled air. Everybody on that plane is now susceptible to catching it because the masks that they're having are, are, are surgical masks, and, and they're not really, they don't, they don't seal your airway, block airways in and everything else. And yeah, they're not they, N95 that's supposed to get out 95%. And they're not P100, which gets out at least 100%. Well, that so doctor really was saying that, that they only lag good for 15 minutes. Yeah, those are the surgical masks. Right. The surgical masks. The N95s are supposed to be a little bit, uh, a, a little bit longer. Uh, but what you really need to do is you need a respirator. You really need a respirator where you're protecting your eyes. And, well, we're going to go into all of that, some of the things that I think that you should be getting. But I just wanted to lay out this, what this thing is. And, it, and these flights from China, and remember, Wuhan is not only air uh, flight, it's rail and it's car. And they say about 5 million people got out of it driving out of Wuhan just before the authorities had put the quarantine lockdown. So now in China, oh, right about from what I understood, that five million was basically those first few days. Now, yeah. You have to understand that it was just, I believe, two days ago that the the the. It's the, about a week or two weeks ago when right, it first came out. Ago, right. Yeah. And that's when I heard the five. Before million. that, yeah, right, right, right. So, so in that time, right. Two yeah. days ago, the pilots' association just sued because they're like, we don't want to fly over there no more. Yeah. Yeah. Who would? So, yeah, so they were still flying back and forth. Right, so right. So they haven't shut down those flights. Right. Not all of them. Right. And, and so now, here's, let me give the danger before I tell you what we're going to, what I think we should do. Here's the danger. China, the largest manufacturing country in the world, has now been shut down. All of the major cities, uh, uh, Shenzhen, uh, uh, Shanghai, uh, 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 Wuhan, and all of his major industrial centers have now been shut down. They're like ghost towns. Hong Kong is, is going to be shutting down soon. They, they just shut down the border from, from Hong Kong to mainline, mainland China uh, because of this. So now, for the past week, it's been shut down. When is China going to be able to reopen up their overall uh, uh, workforce? The, the, it probably won't be a for a while. I well, it's no way. It's people. no way just based off of what the doctor's saying, saying that this is right, a new right. virus. We don't know nothing that much about it. And there is no immunity for it. So we don't know. Right. Here's the, here's, the virus in itself is deadly. But this is like a dead hand play because it's multifaceted. It's multifaceted from this standpoint. It's multifaceted from it being a pandemic to it being an economic collapse that's going to lead into a war. 
is going to lead into a war. And this is why we definitely have to be prepared for this on multiple fronts, because the threats of things is not just going to be from the overall virus. In China right now, think about it. If you are a shipping company or a truck driver or a delivery truck, are you driving the goods to market? No. Everything shut down. In China, they had to shut everything down. It's because this, they know this has never been done in my, in my lifetime. And Keith's 125 years on this planet. It's never been done in his lifetime. Two years younger than David. This is the worst that is just starting. And we're just, and we're a month behind China. I anticipate that because of the cultural differences in the United States, the saturation of it may be different, but there is a uh, there is something that's going to be worse in the United States. The immune system of people in the United States is not as strong as others that have been in in countries in much poorer countries. Right, right. It's not. You're not. We we we've been using the wrong soaps, the wrong foods, the wrong everything. God for, and remember, Fukushima is still spewing. Radiation into the atmosphere, and what does radiation do? It weakens your immune system. Mm -hmm. This overall virus thrives on, it, it preys on weak immunities, weak, uh, a weakened immune system. So I know we got to get ready to go to a break. Scotty, you want to yeah. go to a break? Yeah, we're going to take a quick station identification break. You're listening to Black Talk Radio News with Scotty Reed, my special guest tonight is uh, Brother Dave and Brother Keith, formerly of Tando Radio Show, and you heard tonight that they'll be coming back soon, um, and we'll just, you know, uh, keep y'all updated on that. But y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. Hi, the Black Talk Media Project would like to invite you to become a member of the BTR Community subscription-based social media platform. BTR Community is a platform that was set up for the listening audience of Black Talk Radio Network, the number one independent black radio network online. For just $24 per year, your subscription gives you access to an interactive space to share information with like-minded people with your privacy guaranteed. Your subscription will go a long way to help us maintain and improve our current media platforms. It will also help provide a budget so that we can begin the task of establishing localized media centers and radio stations across the United States. The best way to show your support and appreciation for what we do here at Black Talk Radio is to subscribe. Help us to help you be informed. Join btrcommunity.com today. And welcome back to this live broadcast of Black Talk Radio News. Uh, before we get into the solutions or or some of the preventive measures that Dave is going to share with us, I'm I'm glad it was mentioned briefly in the in the clip that we played from CNBC about the economic impact it could have. Um, and Dave just mentioned. We got to not only be prepared on how to prevent ourselves from from possibly 
picking up this coronavirus, but if it starts spreading and the infrastructure or let's say, you know, food doesn't get delivered because, you know, don't nobody want to handle the produce or what have you, but it, it could turn into a situation where you're going to need some supplies and what have you. And if you ain't already prepped for it, then a lot of the stuff that was regularly talked about on Tando radio show would come into play. But Dave, even before this coronavirus was even mentioned, I had been hearing hearing um, or seeing in different articles, not a whole lot, but different articles that this this economic prosperity bubble that the United States has been experiencing since Trump has come into office, some might credit it to Obama, but that's not that's not important, but that this bubble may burst soon. And that's before they were even talking talking about complicating it with this virus. So, man, I mean, this could could we be looking at another two thousand and eight global financial crisis cause of this? Who knows? I don't. I, I don't know. But we definitely yes, I, should be prepared for what we don't know, not because of what 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 is happening, but what could happen as well, Dave. And so true, Scotty. What is happening cannot be dismissed. China is shut down. China is basically, you know, I wouldn't want to say this. Everyone that's listening to this show, you have to prepare for the worst and pray for the best. Because just imagine you being in China, because this isn't something that, well, you don't have to imagine it. Just look at, let's look at what's happening in China. You can't go get food every day. Only one person per family can go out every two days for goods, and then that's what you got to do. You got to expose yourself to what? Possibly catching this, this virus. And everything, and then now you have to battle through how many people in your complex have the virus and it's spreading everywhere through, through the, uh, uh, because it's, it's, it's through the, the, the vapor, uh, you know, and it's in the air and everything else, and, and you catch you catch something, and then you t- it's so many ways that you can catch this darn thing where we really don't it's really not known completely of how it's really completely transmitted because it's new, it's new. So all of a sudden, where you live, all of a sudden, it's shut down to where you can't go to the market, you can't go to work, you can't go outside. And, and China basically is, is looking like ghost towns, and they're some of their major cities. Look at it for yourself. No one is moving. No one is out. Because this is a dead hand because this, no one wants to go out because they're what, Keith? They're afraid of contracting the virus. So people are sheltering in place. That means that whatever you have in your place is the only thing that you're going to be able to rely on. For how long? Wuhan has been under this quarantine for almost a week now. And they just, and what I've just heard is that uh, uh, Wuhan officials have been told to forcibly go and grab those that are, that are infected, which they don't know the numbers are because the hospitals start sending everybody away because they're saturated. They sent them home to, to, to treat yourself at home. So what are they going to do? Go through all the city of the millions of people that's left there? and start to gather up all of those six and that's going to move them to quarantine zones, 
Those are detention centers. I heard they were already those those places they started already started. Yeah, and it's the stories of this that's, that's there is just horrendous. They're talking about the people, and this is what you're going to see here. This kind of reminds me of what Scotty was saying. They're saying so that's the official stance. Mm-hmm. But if you look at people outside the official stance, the neighbors and the surrounding territories and stuff, they're all armed, sitting on the roads, all the outlets into and out. Yeah, right. They're monitoring all those. They're refusing people to get out. Right. So now you're looking at domestic violence between the people because of the fear. You're talking about a collapse. And I'm going I'm to tell you, China has a real continuity of government problem right now. It, it, they've never been threatened like this before. Now, what, the con, their continuity of their government is, is, and I think that the Chinese government is looking at what are we going to save and what are we going to let go? They've gotten to that point. Okay, so before that, let's back up with what you were saying, your continuity government. Because the people are really starting to rebel against that government. Right. So not only are people really starting to rebel against that government, but we also have to look at something else. And that is that Wuhan is a home of two plants that experiment and produce this nuclear warfare type material. Of course. All of their major, they have, to, China now is, is resolved to save in Tianjin, uh, uh, Shanghai, Beijing, um, uh, and a couple of the major, the major, major c- cities, uh, because they have to. And, and, and so it's all out. So now, real quick, let me give you some numbers. The numbers that they say is that, uh, that I last checked, the official numbers that the government is re- releasing which I think that they're completely underestimating. 30,000 people, 636 people have died. But now, even on this path is, is way worse than SARS and Mars because this is only a month in. Well, the this doctors, is one month in. The doctor said during that clip I played that they believe is being vastly underestimated because they're oh, only yeah. counting the people that are showing symptoms and they don't know, you know how many are, are infected but not showing symptoms. Exactly. And not only that, they don't have the overall equipment, to, the test kits to test them, and they send people home. So the only counts that they're giving is the ones that what? That, that are on their book. So let's just say what they're reporting. 30,000 people, 30,877. 636 have died, and they said that 1,000, uh, about 1,500 have recovered. Yeah, yeah right. I, these numbers are, 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 but now, there was a report. Let me give you these numbers. That actually, here were the numbers from February the first that were leaked out from the same uh, from the same platform that was now is now reporting the same numbers as China because I think that someone purposely did this. Here's the numbers. The numbers of how many people have are affected on on February the first. Now this has an R not a four. Okay, they said R not a four. So now you're going to multiply this by, oh, my God, by, it's just ridiculous, the numbers. So it says 154,000 people have it. Another 80,000 people are suspected of having it. Only 269 show recovery progress, and 24,589 have died from it. Those numbers are much more believable for quarantining 120 million people 
or, or, or over 100 million people. This, look at their actions, not what they say. Now, that was on the first. So this thing, the numbers on this can grow exponentially, and you're not seeing the other outlying numbers. With, with Remember, we're a month behind China. This was all when China really released this only a, a, a week ago. A week and a half ago, and, and then now it's jumped up to this. This is why you quarantine 100 million people. And this is like what you said. When it first starts, it starts at 4, goes to 16, goes to 64, goes to 256, goes to 1,024, goes to 4,048, goes to 16,000. So that's when it starts. Right, right. And this is, and remember, in China, the people, the hospitals were saturated. If you have a city of 11 million people, that, let's, say, let's say it's down to five, six, seven million people. How many hospitals are there? I'm going to tell you, in the United States, it's said that there's only 100,000 ICU beds. Only 100,000 in the United States ICU beds. That will be completely absorbed by a mid-level city right then and there with this virus. Imagine it throughout the country. So 100,000 beds. 100,000 ICU beds. There's 8 million people in New York. 100,000 beds throughout the whole country. ICU beds is, is what, I, what, I, what I came across. So you can oversaturate. So now let's talk about some of the things that you should be doing. One, you need to get a, a measure of food supply that you can supply your family, each member of your family, with an equal amount of water. And that water account it should be about one, one gallon a day and a food count of about, uh, you know, uh, I would say 20,000 calories per day per person. So you need to get a, a store of food. Then you also need to get disinfectant. Okay, you want to get alcohol, disinfectant, you want to get boots, you want to get a respirator, a P100 respirator. Now, Keith, remember when this first came out, I said, Keith, we need to go grab some N95 uh, masks. We were able to do that. You know how hard it's starting to become to get N95 masks on, online. You can't even buy them anymore. They're back order. If you do get an order, then all of a sudden it gets, your order gets uh, uh, canceled or they're trying, charging you quadruple. There are things that you need to be getting. You need to get something that supports your immune system. Vitamin uh, D3, uh, uh, high levels of vitamin C. You need to be drinking a lot of water when you're taking this, uh, the vitamin C and all these other things. You need to strengthen your immune system, elderberry and things of that nature. You need to, uh, I would definitely get uh, uh, 100 proof of alcohol. Uh, uh, Whiskey-wise, liquor-wise, I would definitely do, do that. I would. You need to have a decontamination zone for your family where they enter. The, I would wear boots instead of your regular clothes, and then you could wash them off outside. Uh, disinfect the boots with, chlor, with, with Clorox and, and soap. I would mix Clorox and soap together, or alcohol and soap together, so the soap would give an adhesive uh, a component to it because this stuff. Doesn't all you have to think about this stuff won't just die just because uh, it's in the midst uh, of a disinfectant. It takes time for that disinfectant to kill it. So washing your hands because one thing is that they're saying is that it doesn't go through your skin, but what happens it enters the body through 
the uh, navel cavity, your, uh, your mouth, and your eyes. You want to protect your, your eyes, your nose, and your mouth and stay away from people. The days of hugging folks and shaking people's hand, get that crap up. Wash your hands thoroughly, but wash your hands with something that is going to be a disinfectant that can kill the virus. Antibacterial soap doesn't kill a virus. It's for bacteria. This isn't a bacteria, this is a virus. So you wanna use, I would suggest that you use soap mixed with uh, alcohol. If you can get rubbing alcohol as 90, 90% or, or 70% or more, uh, use that. Um, and I would also, I would get respirators. And the respirators for the for the for men, if you get a respirator, ones that protect your with uh, P100 filters, N100 and uh, N95 uh, mask. N95 means that it get out 95 uh, percent of the uh, of the air particles. The P100 is supposed to get out 100 percent and is oil based. Those are like for for people that spray paint. Uh, you know, those masks. Get those masks. Get a respirator. Protect your eyes. Get something that protects your eye. That's very, very, very important. And wash your face, shower, uh, de decontaminate, take your clothes off, your shoes off mainly before you enter your home. Uh, have a way where you can wash your hands, your, your exposed skin, take your clothes off and immediately put them in the bag and then, and then, uh, once this gets here. These are the things that you got to prepare for now. Mainstream media is telling you that everything is all right. They got to contain. They're even putting out that there is a a a a, a um a uh, uh what is it keep a, a a for the virus a vaccine for the virus. You can't have a vaccine for this virus. It's going to take you about a year and a half to two years to have it. But see, they're building on false hope so people won't start to do and prepare themselves. This is a golden opportunity for individuals that are that are think for themselves and go out and get these materials while you still can because you're going to be competing against people that know and have already started to move against all of these assets. So your time and your window to prepare is definitely closing. And once it closes, it's not going to open back up because think about it. In Wuhan, you can't find masks. You can't find – it's difficult to get food because who's bringing it? Who's bringing it? You're, the best thing to do is to quarantine yourself until this passes. How long will it take to pass? I don't know. You don't know. So our priorities, to every listener here, let mainstream media said that there's no concern because the United States has the greatest health care system. Yeah, the United States got the greatest health care system because they don't have a pandemic that has hit them the way that it's hit China yet. Well, I, I would even I would even say they have the I wouldn't even say they have the greatest health care system. That belongs to Cuba. Um but that belongs to Cuba. Even Mexico has a, 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 a well for, for certain things, yes, you're absolutely but right. Here here in the United States we have health care yeah. for people who can afford it. Right, right, right. And, and we still got one of the worst. And, and and but see the overall, the margin saturation isn't there yet. And then this is what's going to happen. When, when, when this stuff hits the states and it starts to overwhelm the hospitals, guess where the last place you want to go? To the hospital. So you're going to need to get the things that you can, you can uh, use. So you, you're going to want to get some of the things that I suggest. Go get some of the mucus breakers that uh, the natural food uh, places have the what 
the mucus uh, congestion uh, uh, breakers. You can get those. Elderberry. You want to get elderberry syrup that, that strengthens your immune system. You want to get... What about uh, that black seed oil? Yeah, black seed oil, uh, mucinex, things of that nature. You want to get stuff for, for, the, for, for the flu and have all that stuff. And you also want to get something where you want to uh, 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 um, purify your air and, and, and have a measure to kill your air, like with these oil. And I would say get the original for vinegar of these oil. Find out how to make it, get the components, start making it and having that. You want to be able to get, I would also get an M3 uh, a humidor or air purifier. Put that in, in your home. Have that going. Get a couple of filters for that. Have that going. Prepare for the system to break down. Even prepare for no water to be running. Because that be, is, is becoming an issue in, in China. And you also have to think about when your government will actually look and say, we need to save our the, the general population, and this is what we'll be willing to sacrifice. And that sacrifice may be the population that you're currently in. Oh, Also, Dave, you know, one of the things they pointed out, they said, while those masks are only good for 15 minutes, I guess you could double them up if you need to. You know what I'm saying? If that's all you can get access to. But they said the behavioral change where you're not touching your face. So so yep. if I go out, if I had to go out in public, you know, thankfully I work from home and I don't have to go out that much. But, you know, I do have to go out sometimes is that if I'm going to go out in public, don't touch my face. Don't touch my face yep. and make sure I wash my hands. Yep. And disinfect your hands. I think it's more important than just washing your hands is disinfecting them. And that's where you, you can get a little spray bottle, put uh, a soap in, a regular dish detergent, you know, Dawn, or I'm not, I'm not advocating anything, but you know the different soaps. Why you want the soap? Because you want it to be adhesive and sticking to you into a foam and put alcohol, disinfect yourself constantly. And I would definitely suggest that everyone try to get some nanoparticle silver before it's all gone. Because nanoparticle silver does wonders against virus. It's antipathogen, antibacterial, antimicrobial, antiviral. It killed, it killed, it killed Ebola from what a, do a lot of doctors said, and I believe it, it will do, you know, I'm not a doctor, but it's better to have this stuff than not have it. And, and I'll say it, I, I bet it will kill, it, it will, because I know the properties of silver, it actually short circuits, it gets inside of the walls of the virus and the cells of the virus and then short circuit it, it's dead. Is it's, there it's colloidal dead. silver in there? I, I, would, you would, you, I would use colloidal silver, but the nanoparticle silver is the one that I would, because it's small. And virus, see the thing about viruses is that viruses are smaller than bacteria. So you're talking about the, the, the particle level. So you want to you meet the particle level on the particle level. And so that's why the nanoparticle silver is you need to be before it's all gone or before it's $100 for two ounces of it. Believe me, it will go there. So these are just some of the things that, that I definitely think that you should be doing. Get your food, get your necessities, uh, be able to uh, bunker in place. For, for a long period of time. And if you don't have to do it, guess what? All of the stuff that you got, you would. But you're still going to have to deal with this, the economic collapse and then the war paradigm that's going to come from this. Let me ask you something real quick, Keith, 
Scotty and everyone that's listening. Do you really think that China is going to allow its empire to be diminished? Or are they going to come out fighting? They're going to come out fighting. Let me tell you why. Because this is very easy for them to all of a sudden say, guess what? We were sabotaged, and this was an act of terror, an uh, act of state terror, and we know who did it. The war is on, and guess who will have to buy into it? North Korea, Russia, all of them. Remember, well, the United States is really actively at war right now with China and Russia. It's just unannounced in Iran. Well, really, they at so war with the entire world. In my opinion, yeah. you look at the coup yeah. down in Bolivia. You look at what they they just had that puppet Guaido up in at the State of the Union where he was supported by both parties. Okay, so yeah. really they at yeah. war with the entire world. But like you said earlier, can I sit up here and, and point to this or that and tell you this is a, a absolutely biological warfare? No, I, I can't. I can't. But I can't no, I point you to documents like the PNAC papers that said that, the, and it was signed by people high up in government, by the Bush. It came out during the um, 1998, during the Clinton administration. And some of these people are still in government or they're working in MSM, uh, mainstream media as propagandists. But in the PNAC papers, Rebuilding America's Defenses, it talked about coming up with viruses to uh, developing viruses as biological warfare to target certain populations. So we, we, we. I mean, it's all throughout their history. So although I can't point yep. to anything specific as evidence, I can point to history and say you can't put nothing past these people. No, and and there was the 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 the, uh, the Netflix film that's sponsored pretty much, I think, by Bill and Melinda Gates, Pandemic. And we covered them extensively on Tando Radio Show what their overall agenda was, depopulation. Gates actually said it. And so this, this could definitely, but before we go, and this definitely could be a part of that. Before we go, this is what I want to say for, for the men. When you get these respirators and, and men, when you wear these masks, if you have facial hair, you got to take it off because then you won't get an adhesive seal. Um, on 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 your face, you have to shave your face. Not only that, you have to understand that they did a study, and this sounds terrible, but they did a study, and they were talking about the bacteria in a man's beard and facial hair. Yeah, and it was nothing less than nasty. Yeah. Period. Yeah, I I I, I bet, and it's it's so we got it. We got to definitely get that, and and so uh, I would. Definitely, we'll come back on and do do another show because it's just too too important. So get those items now. Get them now, because you can't compete against everybody else for it. Because you won't even be cheap. This won't you won't even be competing against people. You won't dare to go outside for fear of catching something. You won't leave your home, and then not only that, if you leave your home, you're going to be going to find something that's not there. Food-wise. Let me put this in perspective just a little bit on a small scale. So three days ago, well, we went and got some meal five masks. And at the time... N95. In, I'm sorry, N95. And at the time, we both got some, and we got them for $5 for 15 mm-hmm. I talked to a family member who got a much better deal. Mm-hmm. I went to a, another Home Depot and got a better deal than 
the five for fifteen. Yeah. I called you that day and yeah. I said, "Go get them there." Yeah. And you went that day and immediately. And what happened? They were all gone. Okay. So later on that day, I talked to another friend of mine, and she said, "Well, I'm ordering them." However, you can only order them in sets of ten. Right. Okay. It's gonna take forever to get there too. So what's the situation now? Now all this took place within the last three days. In the last three, right? Okay. So what's the Four situation days. with ordering now? You can't get it. You can't get it. It's, it's not going. And before we end out, this is what. This isn't. We have to be able to distinguish not being afraid of things. I'm not afraid. Afraid. Remember, we never scared, always prepared. We're not talking about something that you should be afraid of. We are talking to your sense of consciousness that there is danger that is present. Yeah, yeah. there is a difference between being in fear and being concerned. There is. Will Smith's movie, Earth Something with his son, said it best. Fear is a choice while danger is real. This is a very dangerous situation that you need to prepare for before the overall market saturation and the overall uh, uh, health saturation becomes unbearable where you have to stay in your place. And the overall economic aspect of this and then the geopolitical uh, uh, turmoil from this, I'm telling you, China's not going to go down. They're not going to lay down. They're not going to lay down. Their economy is is not a matter of if, if China's economy is completely destroyed. It's destroyed, and it will have cross-pollination into the global economy. There was even the Secretary of Commerce that said, oh, this is going to be good for the United States and Mexico. Do you think China didn't hear that? Because I mean, now that's, all the that's look, jobs going to come back to the United States. Look, I was really just reading today, Dave. I was just reading today, and this is totally unrelated to the coronavirus, but they were talking about how most of the pharmaceutical drugs are manufactured in China. Now, that's not even all the goods that other goods that we get from China. So if they think this is going to affect China and it's not going to be a trickle down effect on the rest of the world, especially the United States, which relies so much on the Chinese markets and getting cheap products and even pharmaceutical drugs from China, man, they kidding themselves. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the elites right. talking. That's the elites. That's the people with the resources who are already prepared for it. That's talking like that. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what. And do you really think China is not hearing this and they're not realize China is a battle for their life right now. And then when they come out of that battle, guess what they're gonna want, Keith? They want revenge. They're gonna. Well, they're gonna. There's another way of looking at this. Also. They're gonna want. They're gonna want revenge. I'm just saying if. Yeah. Because they're not gonna lose that position, too, right? And the other way to look at this, and I got a lot of this from Norm Komsky, is uh, is an intellectual. He's been talking about this for a long time. Remember, this thing started in Wuhan, in China, where they manufactured chemical warfare. Mm-hmm. You look at what was going on with the government and the dysfunction mm-hmm. of the people. Mm-hmm. All this brings about control mm-hmm. because now they close these places off and they can control these masses of people. Mm-hmm. But on a larger scale, it shuts everything down. Mm-hmm. Now, China has been 
Hoarding what for last how long? Gold. 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 So they've been looking at the collapse of the economy in the first place yep. because they're the ones he with the gold. Makes the rules. The golden rule. Those with the gold make the rules. So if you're looking at a collapse, who's better off in the midst of that collapse? And I, and I will just say this. You know, this is... This is the sinister side. This is the side that's very real. The United States and in, in, in the United States is actively basically in an unannounced war against China. And if you don't know that, that's that's because, uh, you, you know, your Danism is coming through. And I won't say say what Dan you're a Dan. Um, so. What's coming out is that right now, how do you nullify the largest army in the world? Get them sick. You destroy the ability mm-hmm. to fight a war. I have some uh, breaking news just published three minutes ago. Uh, coronavirus virus live updates. Wuhan rounds up the infected as the death toll climbs again. And that was just published three minutes ago in the New York Times. Yep. It's huge. It's now, real quick in, in other places. There's more. I believe that the numbers of how many people are infected in, in, the, in the, what is it, 25 countries, and I believe it's probably even more countries than being reported. Those numbers are woefully askewed, I think. And you got to prepare for that to happen because the hospitals in the United States, there aren't enough hospitals. hospitals. I think it's like, one hospital for every, I don't even want to give the numbers, but it's, it's I think it's something like four, uh, uh, one bed for every 20,000 people. Mm, I'm not sure. I, I know here in Gaston County, we only have one hospital. Not enough. It's, and, and this is, you got to look at the dynamics of this. This is, and I'm going to tell you, uh, there are far more infected people here in the United States and they are some of them are, remember, the Chinese New Year just ended, and there's a lot of students that went to China for Chinese New Year and came back, and they may not be ex- explained symptoms, and they were able to get in the country in the ways not even checked. They weren't even checked. And now they are, a, they could be a, a um, oh, shoot, keep coming out, a, uh, asymptomatic, right? I can't, can't remember what it is. Well, uh, where they're, they're not, uh, they don't display the symptoms, but they, they are infectionate. Okay, so asymptomatic. Okay, so if there's a hundred thousand beds and a population of that's ICU beds. That's ICU beds. A hundred thousand ICU beds. ICU beds. Mm-hmm. And three hundred and sixty million people. Million. Million. That leaves point zero zero two people a bed. Well, they can have mine because I ain't going. <laughs> so, so, but this is be prepared for this, and and we need to to look at this because it's it's here, it's in the United States, it's in various, and then more and more will come out. One of the things about this this virus is that you won't be able to lie for too long. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to lie for too long. Yeah. So hopefully, like the doctor said, we may have dodged the bullet. But if you hear him, he knows that nah. We're going to have a pandemic. The pandemic has reached here, and it's better to prepare for it. While they tell you don't worry about it, don't worry about it. No, you're not worried about it. You're preparing for it. 
Yeah, well, that clip we played, I didn't hear those doctors say, don't worry about it. I heard the exact opposite. That, hey, there's no immunity for this. And as I'm reading from the article from the video that I played earlier, the audio portion of it, the World Health Organization said there's been 151 coronavirus cases in 23 countries outside of China. And last week, the WHO declared the virus a global health emergency. People take this very serious. Yep. Man, Scotty, we'll, we'll touch up on this. Um, I thank you so much. Be prepared. Listen to this. Go get the stuff. Get prepared but so, so that you can, if you had to shelter in place and treat in place, you have the overall means to do it because the shells will be bare. That's why so many people die is because the overall means to fight this infection. I think it's a survivable infection if you have the ability with the, with the appropriate uh, uh, supplies, equipment, and with the, with the appropriate uh, measures. So mm-hmm. get those measures now for you and your family. You'll be much better off. All right, Keith and Dave, man, I appreciate y'all coming on and bringing this to the Black Talk Radio Network's listening audience attention. And you know, Anytime you need to get something out, man, just reach out to me and we'll get it out to the people. Much love, Scotty. Much love, much respect. Never scared, always prepared. Wake up, Keith. All right. <laughs> hey, if you're, tuned, if you're tuned in late to the live stream or if you just dialed in and you didn't get to hear the entire program, the podcast will be up in about an hour and a half. And we hope that you will share that podcast with some of your family members. Like Dave said, never scared, always prepared, which was the motto of Tando Radio Show. Y'all be safe out there. Peace and blessings to all. Good night.